this has to be the most biased pick ever. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. I mean, they just got their ass handed to them. I think I'm chasing the value on this game. I like my cake while I always like my woman. Hot and questionable. <laughs> Way better than Tyler. What are you doing, Lewis? I'm laying the points. Welcome back to Laying the Points with your boys Alec, Tyler, and Picano. Uh, wild card week in the NFL has arrived. There are a ton of really good matchups, including Titans and Ravens, who met last year in the playoffs. Big shocker, we, if you all remember that game. Uh, they also met this year in the regular season. The Saints and Bears, who met earlier this year in uh, the regular season, they played a close overtime game. And the Browns and Steelers and the Rams and the Seahawks, who are now playing for the third time this year in some divisional rivalries. Uh, start us off real quick. We're going to pivot into some some updates for this week. Picano, you want to kick us off? I would love to. Uh, big big news coming with the Cam Newton uh, sweet stakes, obviously. Uh, New England said that, you know, hey, you know, we're probably going to part ways. Cam said, yeah, probably, you know, this is not the best thing for me. It was fun while it lasted, but, you know, everyone thinks, you know, hey, Cam might not get a job, like, real quick. But, you know, as reports that he could get one sooner rather than later, um, reports that Cam could be joining the Washington football team and reuniting with Ron Rivera. So, I'm guessing they won't draft the quarterback, even though I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts that they uh, have either sat at the pick that they got to get Trey Lance or trade up to get Zach Wilson. Uh, this is kind of surprising to me because the contract that reportedly uh, Washington is willing to offer with incentives is around 35, between 35 and 50 million. Cam Newton, who had a pretty mediocre quarterback statistic year, but a elite quarterback running quarterback year, questions all around the board, but you know, hey, maybe it'll work. Um, I don't really know why Washington would want to do that after the year Cam had. Cam should be, you know, out of the league. He shouldn't even have the label retired. He should just be out of the league because of how bad he played. But funny thing is, is that before Cam signed with the Patriots and he was doing the whole free agent, you know, sweepstakes of where he's going to go, I actually did bet that Cam Newton would go to the Redskins and join his old pal and Ron Rivera. and. The Redskins were the third or fourth favorited team, but they were a good underdog. I believe Jacksonville and the Patriots were both minus. They were both pretty heavy favorites. And then I don't remember who, who three and four was, but Redskins were either three or four plus good odds. It was 20 for like 200 something. Um, I was pretty confident. I was like, I think can go there. They don't really have a quarterback. Alex Smith, you don't know his future. And Dwayne Haskins sucks, which obviously proved throughout the year. Um, and then he went to the Patriots, so I lost $20 before week one even started. So I would be kind of upset if he went this year because it's like, come on, dude, why did you just go when I had you? But, again, I don't I don't know why they would want to do that. His contract must be incredibly incentive-based. I don't know if you mentioned that, Picano. It has to be. It should be incentive-based and only on free. Yeah, it is yeah, mainly incentive-based. That's what Schefter was saying. Only, only on passing touchdowns. That's what it should be. <laughs> I don't That's even... it because – because he ain't going to get too many of them. So not at all. I mean, I just I, it I, should be passing touchdown, passing yards, all of that. It, it just doesn't make like how can you spend 
twenty million a year on this guy. After he 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 had a one million dollar contract this year, and he didn't live up to it. Like he was bad. That we should have started yeah. Stidham. I don't like he should be a backup somewhere. And I just I don't know if why Washington would invest that kind of cap. You have Alex Smith already on contract for twenty three million next next year. I don't know why they don't they, they could draft a quarterback this year and do exactly what Kansas City did and have him sit behind Alex Smith for one more year and then next year when Alex Smith's contract is up that's then then he's ready you know you've had time to to groom this new quarterback get him adjusted to the NFL rather than having him thrown in there like Haskins was and it's mm-hmm. a much better situation I, I I don't know why you want to try with Cam Newton who's who's a bum at this point he's he's bad he's terrible. He'd be a perfect backup in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Hundred percent. I know that, like, I know that, like, RG three is like, you know, he he's a pretty decent backup under like like Lamar. But I don't know why, but I just feel like him, Lamar, and Trace McSorley would just be an insane quarterback room. Just, I would love to see that. It would just be if Cam would want to be a backup at this point. Like, yeah, I feel like he probably won't. He yeah. won't want to do that. He won't want to. I think that's why. You know, I I was actually thinking to myself, you know. You know how everyone was saying, like, Lamar got drafted, you know, hey, he should be a running back, he should be a running back. Bro, it's crazy to think maybe, you know, Cam, you know, you can't really throw, but you can run. There's a video that he broke Odell's catch record. He caught a touchdown. He caught a touchdown this year. Bro, make him a tight end. Make him a receiver. Bro, he would, <laughs> I honestly, it's a crazy thought, but he, I think he would strive. Make him, make him a Taysom Hill I honestly Hill think he would player. strive. You'd make him a Taysom Hill. Make him a Taysom Hill guy. Bro, he would strive, I believe. I, I really do think that. Honestly, I agree with both of you. I do agree with Alec a lot. Washington, Washington, if a, if a good quarterback is out there, they should do it. You know, Alex Smith is a good mentor. He's a good consistent quarterback when he was ahead of Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick came in and played very well he was ahead of Patrick Mahomes and everyone knows what Patrick Mahomes is now so having Alex Smith as a starter for one year and and letting some dude learn under him it could be the best option that they might not even be thinking of Smith is no he's no bum either sorry he like they're five and one when he starts this year which he's is, a great quarterback. He's always been. When he was on the Chiefs, he was always a good quarterback. He always made it to the playoffs. He never got over the hump. I don't think they're going to get over the hump with this Washington team either, but he's a good quarterback, and he will definitely be able to to mentor someone who can get over the hump. Um, And then lastly, Heisman was announced um, Tuesday, and Devonta Smith won. Really not a surprise. He won by a pretty large margin. But what was a surprise, not to me, but with Econo, maybe to some people, that Trevor Lawrence was second place. He was over Mac Jones, which makes sense. I still think T-Law, maybe if he didn't miss those two games with COVID and two good games too, especially against Notre Dame Mm -hmm. and a close game against BC, if if he played those two games and lit it up, which he most likely would have done, he he probably would have been a little bit closer to Devonta Smith. And so that sucks that he's going to have no Heisman for his amazing college career, but he'll make up for it in the in, in the NFL for sure. Hey, the greats, all the greats, some of the greats don't even have a Heisman. So like Peyton doesn't have a Heisman, Elway doesn't have a Heisman, mm-hmm. and Manziel does, and Mariota. Like Manziel, exactly. it doesn't never necessarily mean you're you're a good player by exactly. any stretch of the meaning. Look at you look at the people who have won Heisman's in the past, and Tebow. like. Yeah, and you compare it to their NFL successes. It doesn't go hand-in-hand. Hand. They're not correlated with each other. So nothing to be worried with, Trevor. He's probably just going to prove the haters wrong. You know? 
I do think that he would have won if he didn't get COVID. 100%. I, I'm I pretty so. – even with Devontae Smith's uh, season, you know, the, the committee basically said to you guys, hey, you know, he was in second place, and if he didn't have COVID, like, he would be holding that trophy. Yeah, like, they pretty much put him in front of Mac Jones, who played a whole entire year, and, you know, Trevor Lawrence yeah. did a game. So, he, if he played those two games, he probably would have won for sure. All right, I'm going to pivot to uh, some other, well, sort of quarterback news. But uh, the Dolphins offensive coordinator, he unexpectedly resigned this week after Flores had previously said that all his assistants would be back next season. And one of you guys mentioned it. There was something like he supposedly got fired, but he wasn't actually fired. Did you guys, like, what was the It was a fake report. It was a fake report. So basically what happened was that Schefter reported that he got fired on Monday on, like, everyone says it's like, that. What what's the saying Black on Monday. Monday? Black Monday. He got fired on Black Monday. It came out that a Miami reporter said that he did not get fired. Um, There were reports all over, and it was back and forth, back and forth. Sat, um, Monday night, Schefter tweeted out uh, c- confirmation that he did not get fired. And then uh, earlier this morning, they announced that he would resign. I mean, Changi was an old guy, so like, mm. I think he's just yeah. gonna take care of the grandkids. You know, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you all know, the power to him. It. You know, like you know, just just go back and relax. But uh, this can only be good news for for Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, he he looked a little rough in his in his rookie campaign, but now he should have a new OC in there. Uh, he should get a fresh new start, and it definitely takes some pressure off the Dolphins um, to look for maybe a QB at number three. You know, people are rumoring that, oh, you know, Tua isn't anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I think you, you he, he's got a year under his belt. He's going to come in with a new guy that can hopefully, you know, they can find somebody that can really help him out. And, uh, you know, maybe go out with that third pick and instead of drafting a new quarterback, draft somebody to help your quarterback, whether it be a blindside tackle or, you know, an, an offensive weapon, like maybe a Devonta Smith. I don't know. But, um, you know, again, take some pressure off of both Tua and the Dolphins organization, I think. Yeah, that's definitely fair, too. You know, they spent this whole offseason getting that defense to where they are now. So now they can spend this offense getting there. I mean, this offseason and their offense to where they want to be. You know? I think they can be really scary next year. What B Flow did with that defense this year, and then what the offense potential could be, mm. plus having the third overall pick, and then I guess what is that like the fifteenth something overall something pick? Yeah, yeah, something like that in the teens, mid teens pick. They're gonna get two immediate playmakers. They're gonna get two immediate starters, especially the high. They can. Personally, I'm gonna say this. Now, they're going to draft Devontae Smith third. I think there's no questions asked. They have to pick him there. They need a receiver. He went to Alabama. Him and Tua had chemistry in Alabama. True. That's true. And the fact mm-hmm. that the kid's getting better and that the fact that Calvin Ridley, who's the Falcon, Falcons, former Bama on the Falcons, Jerry Judy, former uh, Roll Tide, that's on Denver, and then Ruggs that's on the uh, on, on Vegas – Roll Tide. <laughs> All three of them were first-round picks, high-level draft picks, first-round picks. Elite receivers at Bama said that this guy is the best one out of all of them. He's the best receiver out of all of them, and he's just getting better. It's going to be scary what this kid can do. 
I want. I mean, I wonder if he'll even be there for Miami at three. I mean, I think Jets could certainly take him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. I think. I think him going to Miami is really good. I said to Bacano too. I I completely forgot that he's the guy who caught that touchdown pass from Tua when mm. Tua first made his his debut at the national championship game, and he caught that forty-one yard uh, overtime touchdown pass. I I forgot that was even Devonta Smith because they hadn't bigger names at the time, but it turns out that this dude is going to be better than all of them, or he seems as if he might be better than all of them. So I think that that would be a great a great pickup for them. Great pickup, great storyline. 100% get them back together. All right. Uh, well, let's let's transition. Look at uh, the wild card coming up uh, this weekend, starting Saturday. We'll take a look at the first game, uh, 1 o'clock. It's Colts and Bills. It should be an absolute great game. I'm excited for this one. Uh, Bills currently 6.5-point favorites, over-under set at 51. For me, I like the dogs in uh, Indy at plus six and a half. I think they are a very good football team, very sound defensive team. I think, you know, I think they could certainly win this game, but I think they should definitely keep it within a touchdown. I couldn't agree with you more, Alec. I personally believe that the Colts will win this game. I think that Phillip Rivers is going to use his leadership skills to guide this, this Colts team to victory. Um... A little concerning that they lost their left tackle, their Pro Bowl left tackle, Costanza, uh, for the Colts. A little, little bit of a concern, but I think this defense is really a, just an elite defense, and they're just getting better and better as the years go on. But a, a bigger thing for me is more of the inexperience from Buffalo. You mm. saw what happened last year when they made the playoffs. Now you see what's going to happen. You're going to see probably the same thing this year, even though they have – Stefan Diggs, I, I just they're just too young. I think they're a year, maybe two years away. I just really like the Colts this week. I'm I'm gonna disagree with both of you. I'm gonna be on Bills Mafia like I've been since week freaking two of the season. You know, a lot of people, even when Lou was here, was really up and down with these two teams specifically. Lou hated Josh Allen. I know you guys always liked him, if I can remember correctly. But one thing I do remember is how much you guys hated on Olympic Phillip Rivers. And now all of a sudden, you're like, oh, they're going to win. Whatever. I think it's going to be a good game. I think I really do. And I think it's two good defenses, two. And then two good offense, like two offenses that you don't think are going to, you didn't think would be as good as they are. But Mm. Phillip Rivers has been lighting up the freaking scoreboard lately. And same with Josh Allen. Josh Allen and, and company just put up 56 on Miami. And Phillip Rivers has been averaging well over 20, 24 points a game. So I think my most confident pick in this game will be the over. I think points will be scored. I think de- the two defenses are good. But I think that Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs is a freaking freight train. And they are just unstoppable. He is going to hit him with 10 targets, 120 yards, and two touchdowns like he always does. And then I think the Colts, Phillip Rivers, is going to be able to come back. They're going to run the ball with uh, Jonathan Taylor, who's been running well. He's going to hit uh, the freaking T.Y. Hilton. Where the hell did he come from? He looks like he's playing with Andrew Luck again four years ago. You know, he's been playing great. So I think points will be scored. Overall, though, I do, I'm do. i going to take Bills minus six. And that is because I am Bills Mafia. A little bit of a bias pick there, then. It is. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. That's why my more confident pick will be the over but I will be riding Bills Mafia in the playoffs. Because now that it's playoff time, it's it's more 
it's more of my personal opinions or what I've seen all year rather than looking at stats or yeah. trends. And so all these picks, I, I understand that from all of us. It's all going to be – like I didn't look at one stat or trend like I did when we were doing the regular season. Like mm-hmm. I was trying to – I was trying to beat the system back then. Now I'm literally looking at these games. I've seen these teams play 16 games. I'm like, who do I, who do I think's better? And like, I'm just going to ride the Bills. All right, next game on the slate: division matchup, Rams and Seattle. Seattle four and a half point favorites, over under at a minuscule 42 and a half. I I, I don't know how Seattle yeah, can't be a lock. It is just it is absolutely crazy. Goff probably not playing. I think Seattle's still the better team anyway. I I would get your picks in while you can. Uh, hammer Seattle this weekend. I love Seattle this week. They're, they 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 were my sleeper team for the Super Bowl, and then they had that little like fight in this season where they just didn't do anything, rather than you know just slack off. But I like them this week. If Goff was playing though. I kind of like the Rams better in this situation, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Um, Surprisingly, I agree with you. I think if Goff was playing, I might have a different look on this, and that's just because of um, just like how these games have been going. Seattle, like, Seattle, like, is confusing. Like, in the beginning of the season, they were putting up 30, 40 points a game, letting up 30, 40 points, like high-scoring games. Now, all of a sudden, every game they're playing is a low-scoring, boring-ass game. And I think if Jared Goff was playing, I think this would be a bit closer, a bit higher scoring. And I think that's just because it's going to break what it did all year. It's like, you know, like doing three – doing – when you play three games against opponents, like – I feel like not all three can have the same exact script. So, like, mm-hmm. the first two games were both under. They were both – one went to Rams, one went to Seattle. But I feel like this, if Jared Goff was playing, you would flip the script a little bit and make it maybe a little more high score, maybe a little bit of a shootout. But if he ain't playing, then everything I said is meaningless, and that's why I have to ride with Seattle and their points here because, you know, no no LinkedIn quarterback is going to beat Seattle <laughs> in Seattle. So, that's, that's my pick. That's true. All right, all, all consensus on that one. I think this next one, though, we're pretty divided on. Uh, 8 o'clock game, Tampa Bay and Washington. Uh, Tampa, the wild card team, is the favorite at uh, minus 8. Uh, Over-under is set at 45. I- I'm really torn on this one. Uh, I'm a Brady guy. I-, I love Tom Brady, but I would also love to see Washington you know, come out and ball especially behind Alex Smith and that amazing defense. Uh, I think either way, Washington isn't going to score very many points just because Tampa's defense, while it's not amazing, it is still solid. And so I think either way, I'm going to take the under at 45. And if Washington can keep it close, they have a shot at the game. But uh, if not, Tampa could, it could be a potential like 30 to seven game in which the under still hits despite Tampa just being uh, insane on offense. Uh, I also like Washington too. I I just think that they they just been on a nice little heater right now. That defense is just scary, man. I I love Chase Young. <laughs> Remember that he literally might be my new favorite player. He wanted Tom. He he wants Tom. He gives me Ray Lewis vibes, like in that like leadership role. I was watching like um watching on YouTube this morning. Actually, it was a. Uh, 
it was like a video of him mic'd up throughout the entire Carolina game. Bro, that guy is up. He's rowdy. He <laughs> wants it. And he, he he's like a rookie, and he seems like a veteran. He seems like he's been there for 10 years. Guy's an animal. And then you got Montez Sweat on the other side, and Jonathan Allen in the middle, and then you also got Kerrigan. That secondary isn't bad. I just think that the Washington football team have been through so much this whole entire year. Hmm. Ron Rivera having, you know, cancer and, you know, all this stuff going on within the within uh, the facilities and all that stuff within the program. I, I can just see them upsetting Tampa, setting Tom Brady home. I really, I really do. I really, I really, really do think so. I'm scared they could say, hey, Washington money line, but I'm going to say stay safe with the points. That's how confident I am. <laughs> no, I'm laughing, Bacardi. You and your big, your big money line. <laughs> Dude, what you, you just got to lay a, the points, Picano. Come on. You got to lay the points, but I'm going to say if I was confident, I would, I would hammer that money line. That's fair. All right. I'll give my pick. My pick is I disagree with you. I'm I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Um I think I think Washington's defense is really 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 good. I think the game will start relatively close, but in the end of the day, I don't think Washington's offense is going to do enough and I think the Patriots I'm not the, well, I keep saying the Patriots when I talk about Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I think they're Tampa synonymous. Bay's, I know, Tampa Bay's offense is they're going to catch up and it's going to catch up to that defense and they're going to start scoring and and it really just comes down to Washington's offense. I don't think Washington's offense is good enough. I like Alex Smith. I like what they're doing, but I don't. I think Tom Brady's gonna pull it out. Like good for Chase Young being a, a big, strong dude and being really good. But guess what? Like he's calling out Tom Brady. Like you think Tom Brady's scared, dude? Like you think he's scared of a rookie? I he would be. I'm telling you, I would you, be Tom, frightened. I, I I think Tom Brady is not scared of this rookie one bit. I think he is going to be perfectly fine. And like I said, I think the game will start close. It will be a close game in the first in the first half, but I think by the second half, the Buccaneers and their offense will be able to break it open. Their offense is finally clicking. You, the mm. best receiver in the league, Antonio Brown, oh, Jesus, dude, right, Picano? That's my guy. Yeah, but I, you know, I think, you know, I'm going stride. against two of my boys. I'm going against two of my boys this week. Listen, he is finding his stride. Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin went off last week. Antonio Brown went off last week. If Mike Evans is playing, he's been going off. You know, you sold out Gronkowski. It's Patriots. It's I'm not. Oh my God! I can't <laughs> it is Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady, and it is the playoffs. You know, last year they got uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots lost in the first round to Derrick Henry, and I just I don't. Tampa Bay ain't losing to Washington. That's all I'm gonna say. They ain't losing to Washington. I'm taking the minus eight. I wish the spread wasn't so high because I can't confidently take an eight point favorite. But I I think they're I think I agree with Alec like a thirty to seven. I could see them putting up four touchdowns, and then I just don't think Washington's offense is going to score, honestly. They could, they don't really score in general. Mm. So, other than Thanksgiving, when Washington put up 41, they put up 23, 23, 15, 13, and 20. All against defenses that aren't amazing. They uh, Steelers, they put up 23, so that's pretty good. Seahawks, 15. So, it's like the Tampa Bay defense is, it's not like it's a pathetic defense. So, they're off. I just don't think their offense is going to keep up. I think that's fair. Those probably all went under all those games because they were winning. They were winning those games yes. with like yeah, 15, no, all... 13 points, you know? Yeah, no, these are very low scoring games. And I, I agree with you. I, I truly, I really like your call, like a 30 to 7 game. All right. 
All right, well, hopping into the Sunday slate, starting us off big rematch, Baltimore and Tennessee. Baltimore currently three and a half point favorites, uh, over under set at 54 and a half. Uh, again, like the last game, I'm, I'm taking the under. That is just way too many points for me in a playoff game. Like, I, I get it if it's the regular season, these teams could just, they could go into a shootout mode, but defenses tend to just, they, they play better in the playoffs. They bear down, you know, it's a bend, don't break kind of mentality. I, I just, I can't see 54 and a half covering in this game. They're, they're going to go under. If I had to sprinkle a team, I like Tennessee again. I just, I hate Lamar. Lamar can't throw the football. Derrick Henry is an absolute fucking tank. Um, but give me the under. Give me the under this week. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, Titans money line, lock it now. And the under also lock it now. Derrick Henry's going to run all over them. Short and sweet, Titans to the moon. On my pick, this is another pick where I miss our dear friend Lewis, where he says everyone and their mother is going to be on a team. <laughs> I just feel like everyone has to be. Like, I haven't really looked at the consensus yet. I haven't looked at that. I just have a feeling like everyone's going to be on Tennessee. And I do like Tennessee. Like, they beat them. They beat them in OT this year. They they upset them last year. But it's like Baltimore revenge tour. It's the same thing when sure. I said. When you play a team, even though they're not playing three times in the same year and, like, it's time for the, the, the script to be flipped, I would not be surprised to see Baltimore come out here and play much better football. You know, like, I don't think Baltimore is a worse team than Tennessee. I really don't. Um, I just don't know if they could contain Derrick Henry running. Derrick Henry has – has a lot of fun going against Baltimore's defense, who's supposed to be so freaking good, they just can't stop the run. So I'm, I'm honestly, I think I'm going to be with the public. I'm going to take tight ends, but I'm going to take their points. I'm not going to take their money line. But I think it's going to be a, a pretty close game. All right, second to last game, Bears and Saints. Saints, 10-point favorites, massive. They are the biggest favorites of the weekend. Uh, Over-under set at 47. Me personally... I'm uh I'm sprinkling in some some deep dish action. I'm taking Chicago plus ten. These guys they played once already this season. Went to overtime. Bears lost by a field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, the spread the spread was uh, either three or four. We all took the spread, and Picano took Bears money line. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you hate to yes. see it for Picano, but uh, I just you know the Bears they they've turned it on as of late. Uh, Montgomery looks absolutely insane down there. Granted, so does Alvin Kamara, but uh, I I don't know. I think the Bears He's should be able to COVID. cover. What's up? Kamara's coming off COVID. True. He's coming off true. a rest week. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, you know, you can see, you can look at it both ways. <laughs> I again, I don't think the Bears have a shot of winning, but uh, the Saints in the playoffs have also been you know they I you you could say they've been screwed over, but they haven't performed in the playoffs. Uh, so I like I like the Bears to potentially spoil. Let me they'll still cover the the biggest spread of the day at ten though. I'm gonna I I hate this do it, I really do. But I'm not taking my Bears. Oh, God. I'm not taking them. I'm really not. I I, I gotta stick with the Saints. Saints are my Super Bowl team. I need to stick with the Saints with the points. Listen, they're gonna go out and they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna take this team down. Drew Brees is on a revenge tour. He he the last the last three years they have been like a heavy favorite to make it to the Super Bowl and you know potentially win it because he's been on such good teams. He this team has been a mediocre team, I would say, 
even though their record doesn't show it. But I, I really, truly think the Saints need a statement win. And this is the statement win in the playoffs to be like, hey, look, this isn't like years past. We're here. We're ready to go. And we're going for it. And Drew Brees, this is his last year as of Monday with the Oh, Schefter reporting it. And look, this could be a Peyton Manning. You know, hey, Peyton Manning, hey, this is my last rodeo. I'm going to go get a Super Bowl. I'm going to go in the booth. But hey, I, I I really do like the Saints this week. Honestly, that makes me more confident in my Bears pick because uh, every time you pick the Bears, they don't cover. And, every, you know, now that you're picking Listen, them against them, I, I, you I know what? Everyone cover. says that. People that listen say, hey, I love when you pick the Bears because every time the Bears, I fade you and just, you know, I fade your Bears <laughs> pick and the hits. You know what? Maybe I'll be doing it for the people, but maybe, hey, Drew, if this hits, maybe you want to give me a ring. <laughs> oh jeez alright Picano I'm going to start this this pick off by asking you a question what What's is the question? what is the name of the song by uh, Post Malone featuring Justin Bieber on his first ever album I know you what, know don't it. do this to me I know it just on Let the me know Post Malone's album Post Malone's album yes Deja Vu Deja vu. <laughs> I knew that. Dude, this, I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> this game is deja vu. Last year, the Saints were home in the first round against a NFC North team, not the Bears, not the Packers, but the Vikings. The spread was 9 or 10. I think it opened at 9, closed at 10. And guess what? The Vikings won outright. I will not be taking the Bears outright, but this is deja vu. I will be taking the Bears plus 10. They have been playing a lot better lately. They covered the spread last time they played. It was a very close game. And like Alex said, the Saints haven't had the, the easiest playoff experiences in the last few years. They play close games, and they usually get screwed over. And if they win, it's still a close game. So I think Bears are going to keep it close. Their defense has been playing better. I think the Saints' defense has been playing better. And be able to lock in Bears plus 10. Deja vu. I love that song. <laughs> I also have something to say about this game. Uh, rumors have came out that three, all three quarterbacks in the Saints game will be on the field at some point. What does that mean? Does that mean that Drew Brees is healthy? Does that mean that they're going to trick the Bears? Does that mean that Taysom Hills is just going to bowl out like you know Steve Young? I don't know. Rumors listen, just came out. Listen, Bears, all three quarterbacks will step on the field. Bears, Bears also have a secret weapon in Nick Foles. It's now <laughs> the playoff time, so this is when he actually plays well. So if they go down big and Nick Foles comes in, I wouldn't be surprised if a backdoor coverage. Hey, I am. Hey, I might even fade myself, but you know what? For right now, Saints with the points. So, so they're gonna go to Jameis after they refuse to go to him when Breeze was hurt. Yeah, that listen, I I don't know what the strategy is. I just I literally just saw it that uh, the Saints could pop. Uh, Possibly will use all three quarterbacks at some point in the game. I feel like they'll use them as a tight end. Yeah, Jameis at tight end. Eat a W. Eat a W, boys. All right. Well, let's take a look at the last game: Browns and Steelers. Another the second division matchup. A little bit disappointing though. Uh, Browns. How many coaches are out for them with with COVID? It's it's true. It's like five coaches. Um, Stefanski being one of them, who's also their play caller. 
and then uh, a wide receiver, and their starting guard, Pro Bowler Joel Bertina. Yeah, it's it's a tough look for the Browns. Uh, Steelers now six point favorites after I think they opened as only three point favorites. Uh, it's jumped to six now. Over under at forty seven and a half. I I gotta hammer Pittsburgh. Um, as disappointing as they were down the the, the second half of the season. Uh, the, the, the Browns, they just, I don't know. The, it seems like they've given up. I don't remember. I saw something recently. I, somebody got arrested for like a DUI or something. I wanted this, I want to say, or so it was like a COVID. I, I really, I honestly don't remember at all what it was, but it just, it, it screamed that the Browns players had just given up on the season because they, 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 he just didn't care. Like maybe it was Higgins. I don't, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it, yeah, it, it was just it, it, it was a shame. It, it they don't want to see the Browns win. They don't. They don't. The NFL doesn't want to see it. I'm gonna say this. I really want them to take the Browns like money line to the moon, all that jazz. But more and more as more stuff comes out of uh, Cleveland, that more and more guys are you know getting COVID, and you know a lot of them you know that aren't practicing, and Stefanski who is their play caller is out. I'm leaning more towards the Steelers, but I've also think that this whole entire Steelers train is just dwindling by the second. They, they had their bye week week four and they've consistently just played, 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 which you're going to get tired out, man. And and I just, I just don't know if the Steelers, um, the Steelers win the game. Or cover, I'm even, but I'm, I'm like contradicting myself at this point. But I am gonna say Steelers minus six. I just think that the the Browns that just if everything was aligned, I think they would have, uh, they would have won and probably and definitely would have covered. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Steelers, terrible towels. Um, I'm not sure. If, uh, I guess this is a bit of a, a biased a biased pick here. But I, I'm going to take the Browns plus six. I hope that they succeed. Uh, they haven't been to the playoffs for so long. I do like their team. I always have. I thought Baker Mayfield would would play much better. It, this is one of those things I called, too. I told Picano also early in the year that I thought Browns would make a big jump this year. And and they did. Um, their, their news, everything, yeah, everything is – as we approach Sunday, things are leaning more towards the Steelers because of the sickness with the Browns and – I don't know, like the fact that they couldn't beat the Steelers last week by more than freaking whatever it was, two points, like against Mason Rudolph, like that's pretty embarrassing. But, you know, hopefully it's it's Sunday night, Sunday night football, and, and the Browns show up. So I'm going to be taking Browns plus six. I hope they keep it close. I think they have they have the talent to keep it close. They have, they have a good defense. They have a good enough offense. And it really just comes to how Baker Mayfield wants to, if he shows up to show out or not, or if he just shows up and, and, and does nothing. So... Browns plus six is my pick. All right. Well, with that out of the way, uh, we're going to look ahead towards the Super Bowl. We're going to give you guys our Super Bowl picks. Personally, I think the Packers are going to be the ones to come out of the NFC. I think in the AFC, uh, the Steelers are going to figure it out. They were my number one team early on. I think, you know, that defense is going to really help them out in the playoffs. And uh, But I, I think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers gets another ring. And, uh, yeah. Little rematch, indeed, indeed. Little rematch action for Aaron. Aaron, uh, I'm gonna go into my prediction. Uh, out of the AFC, I'm going with the Chiefs. Hey, yeah, I'm la- I'm blaming boring. I know, 
are so dominant. But out of the NFC, I got to go with Drew Brees and the Saints. This is Drew Brees' last chance to get a Super Bowl. And I think it's going to be a 34-31 Saints victory. Drew Brees finishes his career off with another ring. I like that pick. Listen, I love the Chiefs. In reality, do I think the Chiefs are the best team? Yes. Are they kind of unstoppable? A little bit. But I will be writing the hot hand. I will be writing the best team, Bills Mafia versus the Saints. I saw that Drew Brees has came out saying that there is a chance he retires after the season. I wonder if he's using that as a tactic to make it to the playoffs like Peyton Manning did. You know, Peyton, I mean, to make it to the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning says he's going to retire and then he freaking wins the Super Bowl. Maybe Drew Brees is like, wow, like I've been catching all these bad breaks. Maybe I should say that I'm going to retire and maybe it will help me. And, you know, he's got me fooled. I think it's going to help him. So I think it's going to be Saints-Bills and Saints are going to win this one. You call me biased for picking like DC randomly in the middle and you're going to pick the Bills to come out of the AFC. All right, I see how it is. I see how it is. Sorry that everyone else sucks. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City sucks. You're right. All right. That's fair. Uh, if anyone's beating Kansas City, is going to be the Bills. Okay, bud. Whatever you say. The Titans. Say. If anyone's going to beat the Chiefs, will be the ti- it will be the Titans. No, it will not be. Eric Henry, bro. Okay, what did they do last year? They, they were beating them. <laughs> then they just <laughs> fell they apart. Then they lost by double digits. Everybody knows that the Chiefs can't play AFC South teams in the playoffs. Obviously, then they lose to the, they lost to the Colts that one year. I'm pretty sure. That's like oh, yeah, yeah. Because I remember watching that game. Was that when Andrew Luck went off? I'm pretty sure. Yes, that's, that's when Andrew. Andrew that's when it was like that. a it was a really close game. It was like Andrew Luck, uh, like scored a touchdown with like a minute something, and then. Oh, I don't know. Was it Mahomes a quarterback? Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was Mahomes' first year, and they were like favorites. Yeah, and, and he like threw a pick in the end. He like threw a pick, and then the game ended. Rough scene. Yeah. All right, just do a quick outro. You're a quick outro. Speaking of quick outros, <laughs> we're wrapping it up. I'm including what Tyler said because fuck you, Tyler. Um, we'll catch you on the next episode. We'll give you give you some recap on uh what went on. Uh, for all of us here at LTP, we hope you have a fantastic weekend. Remember, we profit your profit. Uh, we'll see ya. Peace. See ya.